We're holding Masechus Brachas per Gimel Mishnah base. So the previous Mishnah had talked about the exemptions one has when he's involved in burying the dead. This Mishnah will talk about what happens after the dead has been buried. So historically speaking, there were two different ways in which the post-burial occurred and people fulfilled the mitzvah of Nichem of comforting mourn, comforting mourners. The mitzvah of Nichem Avelim, to give consol- consolation, console mourners, it's a mitzvah of it's a mitzvah from the Torah. And it was done in two different ways. Originally, it was done that the mourners would stand in one place, and then lines would pass on either side of them, of the mourners, these lines as they walked past, a people. And the people, as they walked past the mourners, they would wish them well and, and consolation. And those rows are called the shura. At a later time, the relationship of who stood still and who moved switched around, such that uh, the mourners were the ones who would walk, and the ones giving them consolation would stand still, and the mourners would pass between two lines of fixed people, much like what is done today. So the mission will discuss both possibilities. Mission starts in base. Kavru esames. If one now has completed the burial of the dead, and now he's going to go stand at some distance away. Um, participants in the Levi are going to go some distance away to walk in the Shura to console those who are mourning. So are they exempt from Kriya Shema? That will depend on whether or not they're able to say a significant part of the Shema before they get into the line uh, where they'd be doing the consolations. That is to say, the walk back from the burial to the lines consolation, um, while they're walking from burial to consolation lines, that's not a mitzvah. And if they, therefore, if they can squeeze out their mitzvah kriyashma, that's great. It doesn't come into conflict with their next mitzvah of doing consolation, nicham avelam, consolation for the dead. Excuse me, for the, the mourners. So the gist of mishnah, therefore, will be, so long as a person is able to do both, his mitzvah kriyashma and or at least a significant part of it, as we'll define in a moment, um, and also fully do his nichem avelim, consolation of the mourners, so he has to do both. If, however, he's unable to do both because there's not enough time from returning from the gravesite until he has to do his nichem avelim, so then while he's asik mitzvah, he's involved in one mitzvah of nichem avelim, he'll be pater min a mitzvah, he'll be exempt from the other mitzvahs of St. Kriyashma, etc. And therefore the mission says, cover us a mace if they the procession of now buried the deceased. Chazru, and now they're walking back to be the lines that will pass by the stationary mourners. Imi if they are able, they have enough time, lahaschil, the ligmor, to start and to finish, anshlo yagil ashura, before they reach the point, the lines, and where they'll be consoling the stationary mourners, yaschilo, they should start. Vimlav, if they don't have enough time, then lo yaschilo, they shouldn't even start. They're totally put to their exempt. Now, the question is exactly how much time, how much of the Kriyashma did they have to say? So the Bartanura says like the Rambam, Parsha Achas Shal Kriyashma, the first Parsha, that would presumably mean the first of the three paragraphs of Kriyashma. But if there's enough time to say the first paragraph of Kriyashma between leaving the gravesite and reaching the mourners, then one should say that paragraph, and if not, not. The Gemara seems pretty clear that we're talking about the first Pasuk, just Shema Yisrael Hashem Akim Hashem Echad and Bruch Shem Kavod. That's what the uh, amount of time we're requiring to uh, to say. And if a person can do that, then he should at least say that first pasuk and Bruch Shem Kavod, and then proceed on to the 
Shura, the lines of consolation. The mission continues on to talk about now the other way in which in subsequent generations the consolation happened. Here you have the mourners moving, walking between two stationary lines of people. So those lines of people who are stationary could be a number of persons deep. They could rows on either side of where the mourners are passing could be far would say five or ten rows deep of people if there's a big funeral procession. And therefore <clears throat> the mission will say Mishura, those who are standing stationary in the constellation lines at this part of history when it's the mourners who are moving between the lines. Hapanimim Batura, those who are close to the middle, whose face can be seen and mouths need to be available to extend consolation to the mourners as they pass through. They're of course Asuk in the mitzvah, they're involved in the mitzvah of and therefore are exempt from the midst of a Kriyashma. But the Hachitzonim, those outer ones, meaning the ones who are deep back in the crowd, that in any case, their presence may be felt as being another body in the crowd, but their face is not available, their mouths are not available to actually express consolation directly to the mourners because they're a distance away. They, of course, don't have the conflict of not being able to say Kriyashma because they can say Kriyashma and their presence is just as much felt as if they wouldn't be saying Kriyashma and therefore they're Chayavan, they're obligated to say Kriyashma while they're in the back in a deep part of the lines as the mourners pass on through.